You're listening to Every Man's Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm co-host Kyle Elliott, my other co-host. Connor Allray. Thanks for listening, guys. Welcome to another episode of Every Man's Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 003. That's right, Connor, we are already on episode 3. That's crazy, it feels like we've been doing this for like two days. I know, right? Week 14 of the NFL, here we are. We're, so, we're getting so close to the end of the regular season and the beginning of the fun. It's 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 all up in the air from here. Get it? Like like a football being thrown. That's right, like Aaron Rodgers' Hail Mary pass. Like. Which was uh, should have been called back because that, that was not a face mask. We'll get there, we'll get there. Let's go ahead and start off um, with what's happening in the league this week as far as games and who we think our upset of the week is going to be. So what happened last week? Well, let me look. Take a look back here. Um, I do know that um, the well, yeah, the Packers the winning twenty four twenty three or twenty six twenty twenty six twenty three twenty seven twenty three. No, it's twenty six. They didn't kick the extra point because it was at the. I got it right here. Why did they? What? I don't know. The Packers did beat the Lions in a comeback hail mary pass on Thursday night last week. Also, um, your your Bears let me down and lost to the. Three and eight forty nine ers. One of the it was honestly they, like they said in the post game. They said it was the it was a bad time to have your worst loss of the season. It was uh, it was a really disappointing loss. Also, if anybody watched Monday Night Football, the Redskins and Cowboys had a ridiculously uneventful game up until the last two minutes. Really, <laughs> so many fumbles and just nineteen to sixteen. The Cowboys have their first win since what week three? Yeah, they're what three and four and eight. Four and eight now. Yeah. No, no, they. They won another one because they were. They didn't win with. They haven't won since Romo got. Hurt. Okay, then yeah, that was their first win. Yeah. Wow, poor them. So um, rough, rough time for the for the Redskins as they lose to the Cowboys. But um, as we go into this week, uh, what, what did we were talking about this earlier? What is your upset of the of pick of the week, Connor? So my upset pick of the week, you know, I looked through it. There were a lot of uh, there were a lot of good matchups, um, but the one I'm looking at the most is the is the Steelers over the Bengals. That's a big division matchup. We're getting closer to the end. Um, and the Bengals have looked less than stellar. Um, they've been solid at tight end. I think was their is their best thing. But the but linebacker wise, the Steelers are solid, and I really like um, how Antonio Brown is playing right now. He's playing out of his mind. Plus, I mean, even um, with Le'Veon Bell out, D'Angelo Williams has stepped up to the plate. Resurrected his career, really. Absolutely. I mean, uh, he's been a beast this season. I, I I definitely think he's a good flex player if he's if he's playing against the right defense and he's playing against the Bengals whose defense has been spotty at times. Right. And Ben Roethlisberger who has been injured this season isn't I don't I still don't think he's at 100%, but I don't think he's doing bad and I do think they have what it takes to beat the Bengals. It's going to be a tough match though on the road for them um, as they head into the uh, Cincinnati. Uh, my upset pick for this week is not no bias because I live here. I just I, I know the Jets usually screw things up at the end of the season, so I'm going to go with the Titans over the Jets in New York this week. Um, Marcus Mariota had the uh, big breakaway run last week for uh, over 80 yards, which was huge. As the Titans take um, one of the a win this season, as they should have lost that game, but they yeah, lost that game, but they took a win. Um, it, but it's it's. I think that's going to be the upset for the week. Um, we'll see what happens. So uh, our next topic, uh, as we get into the show, um, Antonio Brown fined over eleven thousand dollars for his ridiculously hilarious uh, celebration. I don't, honestly, I, it's like I I don't see the point at this point. I think that was it was all in good fun. It's just why they're they're on a roll. He was having a good time. I don't think they should have fined him. I just think that they should have said 
you know, come on. If they didn't want him to do it, they should say something instead of fining him. I mean, it's one thing if you throw or kick the ball into the stands, and it's another thing if you're just celebrating. Well, you know, you got an unsportsmanlike penalty during the game for using the goalpost as a prop. You know, it's late in the wind. That's unsportsmanlike. Yeah, I get it. They're up, you know, they win 45 to 10. Um, but as he said on News after the game, I was full of excitement. I tried to stick it at the goalpost, and it just didn't work out. Um, I mean, that's just whatever it is. And even Mike Tomlin said, I didn't see it, but I'm sure we'll rehash it and rehash it a thousand times in the next six days and suck all the life out of it. But, I mean, he's got something to celebrate. Antonio Brown has been doing exceptional. Definitely Um, been one of the best receivers uh, in the league this season. If you've got him on your fantasy team, which... Which uh, he's he's definitely gained a lot of points this season for you. Uh, had a long streak of touchdowns at the beginning of the season. Huge uh, receiving yards. Then as Ben got hurt, that's when it started to dwindle a little, little bit. But you know that that's just part of it. So um, Antonio, I'm sorry for your fine. Don't think it should have happened. But congratulations to your pretty good season so far. We're all just here so we don't get fined. That's right. That's right. Um, we mentioned uh, the Steelers. Uh, Man, we should really name this episode after them. Um, as the Steelers do get stronger, um, you know, I I honestly think that they'll make the wild card and win the first round. Really? Yeah. Um, the way that they're going, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the lineup is. I don't have that in front of me. But I think that if they make it that far, yes, they will at least go past the first round, um, which is going to put them in, in a pretty tough situation. There's some big teams up there. I don't know if they'll go to the Super Bowl this year. Probably not. But I think they'll go far. <clears throat> I mean, it's coming down to the wire, and it seems like all the teams are kind of bouncing around at the top. The Patriots have seemed to fall from that perch um, two losses in a row. We'll get to that. Um, but I think I think it's a good time for the Steelers to be getting hot. Um, you've seen it the past few years, the Super Bowl teams that win are the, the teams that get hot late, and nobody's hotter right now than Pittsburgh. Um, next on our list, we're going to be talking about the NFC East division. Um, how ridiculous that's kind of been. You mean the NFC least? <laughs> Cause Correct. One of because the top team right now is five and seven. There's three at five and seven, one at four and eight. How sad is that? They're probably going to be a, an eight and eight or a that seven. That sounds and like nine. the AFC South, <laughs> or the bottom half of the AFC South at least. Right. Um, so you know, kind of a toss up there is who's going to take the take the spot and just what are they going to do with that? I kind of like um, I kind of like Washington. Um, you know. They they had a bad game on Monday. I think Kirk Cousins has been playing really well though. He has. Um, and it's just about getting those wins. And it's hard. You got to look at those schedules coming up near the end of the season. Which team's going to show up? Um, which team's built to at least get that far? Um, no offense to Matt Castle, but he's not a he's not a good quarterback. Not anymore. anymore. No, he used <laughs> to be good. Um, and I'm sorry, but Philadelphia Bradford's not your guy. <laughs> Bradford's not anybody's guy. And Chip Kelly's on his way out. They've had some struggles in Philadelphia, absolutely. No doubt they they talked about, you know, I saw a special on ESPN, and they talked about how they had revised after, uh, I think it was like after week eight or something, and they were on a win streak, and then it just fell apart, and they haven't done anything good since then. Um, but, no, I think Kirk Cousins is the, I think the Redskins will find what they need to win. They, they're almost there. I mean, they've been doing exceptionally well. The only other team that I think would come back and get that victory and win that division is the Giants. Um, Eli has Any, just been playing bad. And that's the thing. If Eli gets on a roll, he's fine. Anybody can do it. It's them. I mean, look at Odell Beckham Jr. You've got Reuben Randall. I mean, wide receiver-wise, tight end-wise, they're solid. I mean, what does is, what is, uh, Kirk Cousins say when he came out of the locker room yelling? He's like, you like that? You like that? That was a great. Kirk Cousins might be the whitest person <laughs> on this earth. I just want to let that be known. 
uh, that is that's one of the funniest videos from this year. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if you like that. I don't know. So, you know, moving other. from the NFC lease to the AFC uh, worse. I mean, South, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, it, another underperforming division. Like, it seems like everybody, even the Titans at 3-8 and eight, or 3-9, and nine, still have a chance of winning the division, which is really sad. Um, Hasselbeck got his first loss at quarterback, finally. Finally. Jeez, um, he, didn't, he, would, he would do nothing in Tennessee. You know who I think is going to win that division? The Texans. Surprisingly, DeAndre, well, Hopkins, not surprisingly, DeAndre Hopkins is unreal, man. And of course, everybody points at JJ Watt for defense. There. JJ Watt chopping down wood in the middle. Still of not the, my favorite defender in the chopping league. Chopping wood in the middle of nowhere, T-Mobile commercial or whatever crap that is. What? I don't know. He's so who do you, you who do you pick to fit the AFC South champion? Um, you know, I I honestly have no clue. They're all just really bad right now. I just now. think the Titans aren't going to get it done. No, I don't think so either. Offensive-wise, the only thing they've got is Mariota, and that's the issue. I think they can come in second. Shout-out to Delaney Walker for the 21 points. Uh, I destroyed in fantasy this week. I appreciate it. What's really sad, though, it's not the division. It's the rest of the NFL. I mean, Marcus had over 100 rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken, this past week and was a top three rusher in the NFL. A quarterback was a top rusher in the NFL. What is that saying about the rest of the running game throughout the, throughout the league? I mean, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah, you're not having these big running games by anybody anymore. The best one was Doug Martin a few weeks ago, running for 241 yards. That was about it. You haven't really seen these guys really bust out. Um, maybe you see multiple touchdown games, but you're not seeing those big yardage games anymore. So um, I'm thinking the Titans will have a couple more wins this season. I think that I don't think they come out on top, but I think that they Good come draft in. Pick. Good draft pick. I think that they come out um, not in last in their division. Um, they can definitely. Uh, be where do you Jags. where do you draft there though? I think they've got to go O line. I mean, honestly, that's that's their weakest point is the offensive line. It is. Marcus has no help right now. Um, either that or go. F- they need to try fix, to sign their special teams. Jeez. Well, they also need to try to sign a wide receiver in the off season. I mean. They need somebody. They need a slot receiver. Right. Somebody they can put in there. Um, because Kendall Wright has, has not been getting it done this year either. I mean, it seems like both wide receivers. You know the the most exciting wide receiver duo, especially fantasy-wise? Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns. Yes. I mean, the best two receivers in the AFC South, maybe even in the league as a duo. And it's unfortunate because Bortles has had a great season. We talked about that in week one. He was doing... He threw for five touchdowns in that loss. Right, yeah. But that's it. that's the thing. It's a loss. How do you have all these pieces and you still lose? That Jacksonville defense is as porous as Swiss cheese. It's just they're cutting right through it. And that's sad because it's the Titans' offense. If Jacksonville's defense was at all good, you get, you rush the quarterback. You prevent Delaney Walker from getting up the seam. I'm going to bring in a new segment to the show called the No-Duh Choice. And I'm going to say, no-duh, don't you dare play Jacksonville's defense in fantasy unless you want to lose points this week. Poor Jacksonville. Who are they playing this week? <sighs> I think they're playing Indy, aren't they? Um, I could be mistaken. Don't listen to me. Yes, they're playing Indy. So do <laughs> listen Jackson. to you. Don't play them. Don't play them. Poor Jacksonville defense. But if you have Robinson or Hearns, play out Robinson or Hearns. What was it? Um, Hearns, wasn't he like the first receiver in 10 years to have over 1,000 receiving yards in a season or something like that? In Jacksonville? I yeah. think so. Yeah, it's been a decade. Because they haven't really had any receivers. They've, they've had good running backs. Yeah, you Mojo. Had Fred, and, and Fred Taylor. Yeah. That's about it. All right, so where are we headed next? Uh, we're talking about, you know, the, the Seahawks have been getting really strong. Um, this past week, Russell Wilson was Top on the point. Uh, five touchdowns for him. It seems like I thought that with the Jimmy Graham injury it was going to take a hit, but it seems like him and Doug Baldwin are on a new level together, and I'm really excited to see how they're going forward. And honestly, I would not put it past them to, to, to beat Carolina and go to the Super Bowl again. 
I wouldn't put it past him. That defense is still as tight as ever, um, and with Doug Baldwin stepping into his own, he's a, he's an elite receiver. I just don't know about. I mean, they've lost five games this season. They are they are they have they have the top wild card spot right now. The NFC. Think about that. The Bears were still in the wild card hunt this past week before dropping an egg against Blaine Gabbert. Um, I mean, it's been impressive to watch. I, they they're gonna be they're gonna get a playoff spot, no doubt about well, it. Well, I I agree with that. It's just I don't think they can win it anywhere but home, um, and that's gonna be tough. Well, that's something they gotta work on. They gotta they gotta talk within themselves and say, how do we get these road wins? You know, we're not we're not really built to get these big show stopping wins like we did last week, but we need to grind it out like we did when we won the Super Bowl that year. We grunted out, grunted out, we grounded it out, and then in the Super Bowl, we absolutely wrecked the Broncos. Do you think they'll be able to get past Carolina? Or I not, think they can. I mean, Carolina, but also Arizona? I See, that's the tough thing. Arizona, that was a good game between the two of them. The issue in that game was Arizona jumped out on them early. Seattle needs to not worry about playing catch-up. They need to worry about starting it. They need to start the fire, not try to put it out there. Right, makes sense. Um, so that's the issue with that. Games like that, games like Carolina last year, um, they started the fire in that Carolina game. That was important for them. They have to be the person that initiates. They can't wait and watch Arizona score 20 points and then try to come back and win because it's not going to happen. Their offense is not capable of scoring 50 every game. You're right. And you know, um, for a second, I want to talk about walk-offs. We've seen a lot of walk-offs lately. I don't call them walk-offs. It's football. It's football, not baseball. You're right. But we've still seen a lot of wins. Game-winning touchdowns. Or, well, yeah, touchdowns. I mean, we saw the... um, uh, and the Ravens blocked field the field goal, <laughs> which was just devastating to to the Browns. I mean, they've just put up with so much crap in their whole franchise, and to lose like that after you know a sight of hope is just devastating. Um, uh, can't forget about the Broncos, um, C.J. Anderson uh, running that. That was Anderson, right? Yeah, ran, ran forty nine yards, man. Was that their second play of? Overtime the series and, and overtime, yeah. So and they ran that play earlier in that game and won and got scored on that one. So. And of course the hail mary by Aaron Rodgers that everybody saw, which is controversial with the calls. But we've been over why the refs shouldn't be there, why they should be there. Um, great throw by Aaron Rodgers. You know, I, I saw the report that said in altitude that ball was over seventy feet high in the air. Had they been in Dallas, it would have hit the. Would have hit the jumbo truck. And he gets to go home with Olivia Munn. Just Aaron Rodgers coming up clutch all the time. <laughs> just whatever. Um, so who do you have top of the AFC? The issue is the on the Pats. Two straight losses. Philly, amazing things happening last week in that game. I, we were watching the MLS Cup, watching our Timbers win at Jeds in Nashville. Jeez. But on the back thing, yeah, shameless plug, go Timbers, Art Rose City till I die, on Rose oh. City. Um, but in the background, the guys were watching the Eagles game, and I could tell they were from Philly. Um and they were so hype about what was happening in that game. Two straight losses for the Patriots. Osweiler seems to be playing well. It looks like they're going to put Manning on the bench for the rest of the season. Let him coach Osweiler. I mean, why not? You've got two of the best quarterbacks in NFL history right there behind you. And you've also got C.J. Anderson coming into his own running back, finally stepping up. Plus the top defense in the NFL, in my opinion, is still the top. Um, they've just done exceptional. They won that game for them this past week. So I think I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think they will get home field advantage if they can keep it up. Um, you know, there's there's some tough games coming up for them at the end, close, close out the season. It's going to be important to get those wins. I think the Patriots lose one to two more games before the season's over. I'd love to see that. Um, as much as I hate Tom Brady, um, he is a good quarterback. Tam? But the, God. the Patriots <laughs> hate the, the Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> Tom Brady hate Tom Brady and the Patriots. But no, I I mean, 
I can understand where those Phillies fans were coming from. When they played Denver and Denver took it took it home in overtime, I was jumping up and down, throwing things across the room with excitement. I mean, the backup quarterback comes in to win, and then you get, then they go to Philly and lose. Like that's that's crazy. Philly has been falling apart this year. Yeah. So Sam Bradford's garbage. So I don't know what's going on in New England, but. I'm happy about it, and I know a lot of people in Fantasy League are tired of seeing the team with Tom Brady win, so that was probably good news for them. I mean, he didn't have bad games, but he didn't have great games. So well, let's, let's talk about the greatest of all time coming out of the weekend, though. At my own expense, Blank Gabbert. I mean, that 41-yard touchdown run and the 71-yard walk-off. Walk-off, like you say. Walk-off. Off. Walk-off. In overtime. <laughs> To, to Torrey Smith, of all people. Jeez. Are you kidding me? Where the Bears' defense is garbage. That's what makes me sad. Torrey Smith. Nobody's heard that name since, what, 2009? 2000, I think 2010, 2011. Yeah, he's been non-existent since he left What was it, the Baltimore. AFC Championship when they beat Denver? Still bitter. I remember that. It was so great. I was, was, at, I was working so at Little Caesars bitter. doing that. Um, but yeah, Blaine Gabbert, greatest of all time. I'll, always draft Blaine Gabbert if you can. Number one in the draft. Forget about running backs. Don't actually listen to what I'm saying. I'm lying right now. I'm running backs are key for your team. Any, um, any any team needs a running back, of course. So what kind? Of, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about the schedule this week, um, a little more, and then we'll just go through the matchups we've got, and then uh, we'll say what players we got, and then we'll talk a little bit about our newest venture um, that we're starting this week. Yeah, that's right. We'll, um, we'll get into that here in a little bit. That we should get excited about. You know, we got just a few minutes left here in the show. Um, so hold on one second. So, you know. Tomorrow night, you've got Vikings-Cardinals, one of my most exciting matchups of the weekend. The Vikings coming off just a bad, bad loss to Seattle. It's going to be good to see how they respond. I think they'll come um, fired up, honestly. AP is going to be – he's going to be ready. I'm, I'm just saying that's going to be a great game. The difference maker is that it's in Arizona, and Arizona plays better than anybody in Arizona. That's right. And I, and I, I see that as a win. Um, Bears-Redskins on, on Sunday. Bears a three-point favorite. Uh, I see the Redskins taking that one, even though it's at Soldier Field. Um if they want to win the division, they got to win that game. That's a game of two five and seven teams. They got to get the win. Um, Bills Eagles. I think nobody's more mad than Shady McCoy, and, yeah, and, and his comments today were unreal about how he felt about Chip Kelly. I think he's going to go off for buck fifty on Sunday and get the win over his former team. Um, 49ers Browns. Sad matchup of the week. Cleveland at two and ten, favored by a point and a half. I think Gabbert keeps up the play against the Browns and gets that win. The issue is the Browns' defense actually isn't that bad. They play well when they need to. But that's the that's the key, when they need to. I mean, we saw them week two take on the Titans and just destroy. Now, obviously, the Titans have done well since then, but neither have the Browns. So what happened in that game that hasn't happened since is the question. I see Blaine Gabbert taking that one. Um, Lions, Rams. The Lions have been playing really well lately. After, yeah, after that, that, they should be five and seven right now, not four and eight. That, there were some, um, there were some close calls in that last game, and Calvin Johnson has just been outstanding. I think they're going to get that win over the Rams. I don't, I don't see Nick Foles doing much in that one. I don't think he's even. Uh, they yet. may, they may go to the Super, or not the Super Bowl. But they may go to the playoffs this year. Who? Um, the the Lions. I mean, they still could. They're four and eight. That's the issue. The, if the Bears are kind of out of contention, the the Rams or the Lions have wins they need. But I, I, that's a, that's a stretch. Uh, Saints Buccaneers. Uh, James Winston played really well. Really well. Like I said last week, I still I I hate the man. Um, I think he's an awful human being, and he shouldn't be playing right now. But he is, and he's doing well. That team is six and six. Nobody would have picked him to be there. They still have a chance of getting a playoff spot. So uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers in that one. It's it's in Tampa. You know, and it's strange to say it because I am a 
pretty big Drew Brees fan. I'm not, you know, a follower of any kind, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of his because he is such a talented quarterback. And last week they went up against number one uh, Carolina Panthers and just barely lost. I mean, that was a grudge match. There was no defense involved. But, I mean, they were just chucking that ball down the field. And with a close loss of 41-38, to I'm going to say that they're going to come back out with a vengeance. And Jameis Winston is a good quarterback, but I don't think they have all the pieces there. I'm calling New Orleans on that game. Uh, I, I know you said it was your upset special of the week, but I don't see the Jets losing at home to the Titans. I like Marcus Mariota. I like what they're doing. But like we said, that offensive line is like the Bears' defense. It's it's Swiss cheese. Um I just see the Jets a seven-point favorite at home, playing really well right now. Seven and five. I think they're going to get that win. I like I said before, the Jets just seem to screw everything up. This isn't the Rex Ryan it. Jets, okay? That's what I'm saying right now. <laughs> Rex Ryan is in Buffalo. This is the new look Jets, a Jets team that I actually like, and I'm upset because one of their best players is one of my favorite players coming out of the draft, Calvin Pryor at safety, one of the hardest hitting safeties in the league. Out of Louisville. Who did the Jets play last week? They beat the Giants at twenty three twenty. I think I was watching that game, um, and they fumbled, and they just flashed back to Sanchez's butt fumble. They always do that. I <laughs> at some point we gotta let it go and you just do. move on. It's just getting a, it's old at this point. Um, another good matchup, man. Steelers Bengals. I told you I picked the Steelers in that one. Um, Cincinnati just not really playing up to the up to their level right now. They've lost two two out of three, I think. I just I just see I see the Steelers walking away with that one. I'm going to agree with you. Even though the Bengals do have home field advantage, I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. Um, Colts, Jaguars. I honestly think that Blake Bortles is going to get that win this week. Um, Colts, 6-6. Six and six, um, Definitely want to get that win to stay on top of the division um, with the Patriots playing the Texans. Definitely think the Patriots are going to win that one. So you'd think that the Jaguars are going to want that win, but the Colts may want a little bit more. I think that's going to be a shootout. Well, they're, you know, Colts are gunning for top of the top of the division. So, I think that they're going to fight hard, but I I would like to see Jacksonville win even though that would mean that the Titans would still be battling for last place in the division. I mean, draft picks, draft picks, draft picks. Draft picks. Right. Yeah, you got to start thinking elsewhere. So, um, I'm 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 gunning for Jacksonville. Another pick I'm actually picking as an upset. Chargers Chiefs. I'm going with the Chargers in that one. That's interesting. Um, Philip Rivers has been playing bad this year. I wouldn't say bad. He's had top passer, or he's had more passing yards than any other quarterback in the league this year. But they're still three and and nine. Offensive wise, they're just not getting touchdowns. They're not scoring. They're they're moving the ball, but they're not scoring. That's the issue. Well, Charkandrick West is back, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, and he was on fire before he, before he got hurt. So if the injury, you know, is not too What's the word I'm looking for? It, it hasn't affected him too much. Then I think he'll come back and he'll be on fire. Is he going to have like lag or like jet lag, like you would say? Possibly, but I mean, you've got Alex Smith to back it up. You've got Kelsey, the tight end, who's just been doing work this year. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to hold on, and I think they'll do well in the postseason. Really? They are a ten point favorite at home. Um, that's going to be a tough matchup for Philip Rivers and Co. Be a good show. Um, Panthers looking to move to thirteen and zero against the Falcons. I think they're going to do it at home. No problem. They play really well at home, and the Falcons. I, that team's. Lost six or seven games. I mean, they started out five and zero or six and zero. They started out five and zero. I think somebody said they lost six or seven, but I think they've lost six straight because I'm pretty sure they started six and zero. I'll have to check that again. They may have started five and zero, then lost one, and then won one, and then they've lost five straight. Um, Seahawks Ravens. I think Seahawks win that one. It's it's in Baltimore, but I got to go with the Seahawks. If you got Russell Wilson, you're you're set. I mean, the Seahawks just dominated last week, uh, putting up huge numbers. No doubt in my mind that they'll come out on top this week as well. 
Uh, I think the Broncos take care of the Raiders. Um, that's it. See, that's a good matchup, and I like it. The Raiders may be 5-7, and seven, but I said it before this year, Derek Carr is my quarterback of the future. Unreal throwing ability, and, and he's got such good young players around him. And it's going to be interesting because that's an aged rivalry, and these are two quarterbacks who've never faced off against each other, so we'll see. It'll be a very interesting matchup. I think that Denver's defense is going to be the, the deciding factor here. Osweiler's still young, and uh, C.J. Anderson... Um, is going to have a tough time running against that Oakland de- Oakland defensive line. But I also, you know, think that the defense is going to be, like I said, the deciding factor. They'll make a couple of interceptions, maybe cause a fumble, and that's what will be the deciding factor. Also, penalties. I think the difference maker that. for Oakland, if they're going to win this, is Amari Cooper. Amari um, Cooper's sheer speed coming out of the, out of the wing is, is unreal. Um, if they can find ways to get him involved in the game and get him going, I, I, I think that's going to be a tough matchup for Denver. Absolutely. Because um, be he plays lights out when he's on his game. But they are at mile high, so we'll see we'll see how that goes. Is that like a mile high of like the ground? I'm done with you. Next game. Uh, Cowboys-Packers going to go with the Packers at home. Seven-point favorite coming of off course. a big big win. Olivia Munn, let's go. Um, Patriots-Texans, the Sunday night game. What a sad Sunday night game. Um, I'm just kidding. I think I, you know, I think the Patriots are going to bounce back. That's the frustrating thing is I want to see the Texans win. There's nothing I don't like about the Texans. I like Bill O'Brien. I like DeAndre Hopkins. So I think it's going to be a good matchup. But I think the Patriots cut bounce back and get that win. If anything, um, the Texans are going to have to battle here for top spot. And since they have a tough opponent compared to the Colts, who are also battling for the top spot. They're going to have to fight hard because if they do lose this, they have to win the next couple of games to promise that. And, I mean, Indianapolis is the favorite in the game against Jacksonville this week, so it'll be a tough matchup. The, but I think that'll give them the extra little push that they need to try and take down the Patriots. The difference is going to be pressure. Um, that, that Texans defense is what can make the difference. The Eagles forced Tom Brady into some tough throws last week, and that was important for them getting the 99-yard interception return. If J.J. Watt can make a difference, can get inside, and can get – in on Tom Brady quickly. If he can get in his head, he'll, he'll it'll, that, that's going to shift the game completely. The, the the Patriots wide receiver core is just depleted. Running wise, they're struggling. If the Texans can force them into that, and they can get DeAndre Hopkins going. I think they could pull it off. And finally, our Monday night game, really mm-hmm. exciting. Giants Dolphins. The Giants, if they want to win the division, they got to get that win. I see them winning that one over the Dolphins. Dolphins been ba- bouncing back and forth. Very I mean, strange season for them. I mean, when they fired. When they fired Joe Philbin, you know, you, you had that big, big, big win over the Titans. And then you had to see some slide. But then you saw some pickback. They've been one of those teams that's just been Back bouncing around. Um, but I just think the Giants, I think they're going to need that win. They're 5-7. and seven. They're frustrated. They wanted that win Sunday. They felt like they should have gotten it. I think they're going to bounce back. I agree. Win. I think I think the Giants will take that no problem. Um, and Odell's furious that he didn't. You know, that he he had some problems this last week, so he'll come back and it'll be easy for them. So I think there's a lot of good games this week, and uh, there's a lot that we're looking forward to. You know, matchups, it's going to come down in fantasy to defenses and to wide receivers. Um, there's a lot of good defenses in, in, in these games, and it's going to come down to a lot of those slot receivers and some of those bigger names like Amari Cooper to see how well they perform if you want your team to get these wins. you got to be ready for the, pre- or for the playoff bracket. Um, depending how you're just set up, it's going to be very interesting for a lot of people. Um, and best of luck to you guys. Especially playing those two legs that sometimes that you're playing, you're you're gonna want to have the right players in at the right time so you can get the maximum points. That's right. Because you don't want to start it off getting 140 points and then finish it off with 60 because you're not gonna win. No, no, you, you, it's gonna be a tough battle for a lot of people um, with some injuries obviously still on the board. Uh, hopefully you've got a team that's solid and can go up against a. Um, a you know it, it's gonna be hard, but I think I think if you've got the right mindset and. Um, you know, you've got a solid team over a stretch of the league. 
you know, we'll see. We'll see. I know I'm I'm struggling currently in one of my leagues, but the other league I'm doing well. I so got it's a few not... good wins this week. It's just it's been it's been a weird year. It's been a good year though, um, so far in fantasy, and we're looking forward to keeping it going. We actually have a new opportunity that we are taking upon ourselves um, this week. Exactly. Do you want to tell them what it was, Kyle? Uh, well, we were uh, we've since our last podcast we have started up our own Twitter page at 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 symbol. E-M-F-F underscore podcast to follow the podcast online and um, keep up with uh, when we post our stuff there, uh, many updates. Um, but a, a man by the name of Josh Hayes actually contacted us this week and has um, kind of put uh, a little bug in our ears saying that he was wanting uh, some of us some of our help for uh, the Fantasy Football Insider podcast. Um, and you, you talked to him a little bit. Connor. I spoke to Josh about it. Yeah, we're going to be doing... Um, Shows on a Friday. Um, he spoke to me today. We are going to be doing ours through Google Hangout. Um, and we're really excited about it. You know, they have a good following. Ours is going to be the Fantasy Football Insider uh, Friday edition. Um, we're going to be joining them on that and discuss that. Um, talk about some of the contests they're having on the website that sponsors them. It's a good opportunity for us to grow our show. And so you'll get to hear us on here. And we'll talk about that. And, so exciting! And then we'll uh, we'll talk about this show on that show, so you can listen to both. That's right. We'll go back and forth all the fantasy football that you could want to hear. Be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode of Every Man's Fantasy Football, episode four, as we see where we are um, getting a little bit closer to the playoffs. Thank you all for joining us once again uh, with my co-host, who obviously sits way too close to me every single show, Connor Ulrey. And myself, who he never mentions anyway. It's Kyle Elliott. Hey, he did it this week. All right. Thanks again for listening, guys. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.